welcome. I am Destiny, or otherwise known as a tried woman of God. I want to thank you for joining me today. If you were here last week, you would know we were talking about boundaries. Boundaries and family, to be more specific. This week, boundaries and relationships. Mm. Yes. We have to have them there, too. <laughs> the importance of an Mm -mm. The importance of having boundaries is you filter what's allowed in. My mom would always tell me, Destiny, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for everything. That's what she told me. And at the time, I didn't take it as boundaries. I was just like, this lady crazy and she just don't want me to do nothing in life. That's it. She want to keep me locked up in this house and I don't like it. I don't like it. That's all I took from it. And as a kid, I feel like it was an appropriate thought at the time. Okay? Goodness. But... It's true. It's true. You think if a if a filter allowed all of whatever it's in dirty tap water or just water in general just to just slide through, what's the point of it being a filter? No, the filter's in place to make sure it keeps out certain things so it doesn't get into your body and make you sick. Come on, y'all. Y'all know, y'all know this. Setting boundaries sometimes is not, not comfortable, which I did have to run into at some point um, in relationships. So just an overall base of what my boundaries are in relationships now. Um, first and foremost, ooh, whoa, what accent was that? First and foremost, the two most important relationships I need to have and cultivate. <laughs> Y'all are going to love this one. Y'all ready? Yeah, ready? Ooh. Relationship with God and the relationship with myself. If those two are falling at the seams, breaking down, looking tarnished with rust, what do you think my other relationships are going to look like? What do you think your relationships are going to look like? Probably going to look a little like what the two head ones are, okay? A lot of people out here loving, got all love to give, but they don't love themselves. And I be I have friends that are like this, so I have to talk to them and be like, look, she is cute, she is nice, she is sweet. She does have her head on correctly, it sounds like. But also, don't forget to love yourself. Now, loving yourself comes with so much, so much. And that's, that's, that's a whole segment within itself that I am currently working on too. As far as relationship goes, I even had my hairdresser tell me, she said, your standards are going to change. Touched me. I was like, Ooh, you're right. Your standards are, your standards are going to change. Because your life is going to change. You're going to get to a certain level that not everybody can meet you there. Not everybody's going to have access to you. Okay? I don't have access to Michael B. Jordan. Johnny Depp. Jason Momoa. I don't have access to them. Is it because of their boundaries? No. <laughs> it's just because we're not on the same playing field. I don't have access to him. Maybe if I did. I might be a candidate, but even still, I'm sure he has boundaries somewhere. 
Anywho, point being, when your life changes, your boundaries will change, which is, you know, can sometimes be frustrating. It's like, dang, I just implemented this boundary. I just put this one in place. Okay, well, times have changed. Now you gotta, you gotta revamp it. So currently, I have a few boundaries set in place. Um, no one's allowed at my apartment, no mail. Because why? <laughs> why are you here? Why are you here? No. I don't allow myself there. And if I am there, it's during the day. And it is not for long. Another boundary. Um, first of all, I don't really like people sometimes. And I don't think this is a boundary. I think this is just me not liking people. I don't really want to date anybody I meet online. I'm sorry. I just, I can't seem to do it. I've met people in person that I've met online. They seem pretty cool. I don't know. It's just, it's just not, I'm just like, let me see who's online to date. It's just, it's not me. For, for other people, it is them and they have boundaries set into place on how that works for them. Me personally, I just, I'm the, my stomach hurts just thinking about it. I can't do it. It's not for everybody. Just saying. Another boundary. I don't like hug. I don't like people touching me. Like I hugged a girl that's been interning with us the other day, and I see how she thought that I was insinuating a hug because I was I like was like oh I don't want you to leave you know hit the, hit the little baby voice oh so sad and I put my head down and out but down not up and out like come in here give me a hug it was down she was like oh so she opened her arms like she was trying to get a hug and I was like oh I'd be a real rude person if I just walked away I was like ah considering the situation that she is leaving and I am kind of gonna miss her I will give her a hug otherwise I really don't like giving hugs and that's just a female so you imagine like dude don't touch me <laughs> I want no guy touching me. If you, I have associated hugs with sexuality, or it's just sexual base. The only reason why you need to be filling the outline of my boobs when I hug you is if we are intimate. That's just what I have resulted into. I'm sorry. Is that a poor way of thinking? Possibly, but it's there. It's a great boundary that kind of just systematically developed into something and so yeah now however i did get a little lackluster with that boundary in my younger years wanted to hug the boys um when they wanted to when they initiated of course or if we just hugged in general then i'll go in and i'll hug stuff like that whatever 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 now i'm like don't touch me I'm only hugging people I am interested in dating at this point. You get to a point where you get a hug from me. Oh, Destiny likes you. You're in good. You're in good. Perfect example of what happened. I had a crush on this boy. Um, long time. Not long, like in years, but several months. Three months passed with the same solid crush feeling and they invite me over to play games. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll totally play games. 
And it's literally, that's literally all we did. Play games, play games, laugh, eat. Because, you know, where I am, food will always be. (laughs) Okay. So that's what we did. We hung out. It was very innocent. Loved it. My little peanut head, I was like, oh, we're getting closer. (laughs) So we did that often. He invite me over. We play video games, eat, watch movies. It was literally that, and I fell for the fact that one. I found something to do outside of sex. I have found another way to enjoy a person's time, to know, get to know a person, to enjoy them fully without even experiencing them sexually. It's great. It was great. I was like, okay, that he must be the husband. He's gotta be. He's I feel it calling me. Okay. Did all of this for months. Hung out. At times I did spend the night, but not in that traditional sense. Like I was either in the living room and he was in his room, or I was in his room and he was in the living room. It was never a cuddle situation. Again, don't touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. We did have hugs. Now, the boundary to that, it wasn't, it, well, I can't say that. It, it was hugs. It was hugs. When time and place, that's all I want to say, time and place. So I then was like, you know what? I need to express to this person that I like them. I have to, because I would like to know if he likes me too. So I did. Well, I didn't. My friend made the text message and sent it for me. So that's rude. But it opened, it opened up a door, um, or should I say shut? Anywho, so revealed to this man, hey, I like you. Do you like me back? Yes or no? I didn't say it like that, but essentially that's what it was. And respectfully, he messaged back and was like, thank you for informing me of that. I do not feel the same way, unfortunately. And then he said something about, not that I haven't thought about it. I don't know what that last part was, but that last part had me hung up for a while. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean, not that you haven't thought about it? Like, you thought about it and now you don't like me type thing? Like, why, 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 why would you even tell me that? Just just stick to the, I wasn't interested, Destiny. Now, Because now you got my mind wondering. Gosh, Lee. Anywho. Anywho. Implementing my new boundaries. I respected what he said. I appreciated him for being honest with me. And the next day, I did feel embarrassed and kind of didn't want to be seen. <laughs> like, dang. Oh, no. Now he knows my feelings. I, oh, what? I've been exposed. Okay. As time went on, I know this is a person just, you know, kind of started still. Like, we, we hadn't missed the beat. He was like, hey, you want to come over and do this? You want to come over to that? Oh, sorry. I wouldn't be able to. Now, why did I say no? Because I was aware of my feelings for him. And I was also aware of his feelings for me. The two did not mesh. They did not blend. They were not equally yoked, if you will. So I'm not going to go over there because I know me going over there. And the reason I have been going over there is because I like this person. I have a crush on this person. I like spending time with this person. Time invested creates things and it created a like 
and a respect that I have for this person. And I don't think I can keep doing that when I know this person doesn't like me back. Because I know I'm going over there with me, you know, still liking you. Not just buddy, buddy. I'm not there yet. Which I think is an important aspect to take. When you know somebody doesn't like you the same way, don't keep going around that person right afterwards. I don't feel like that's healthy and it, it just seems like it doesn't work. You need space and time to, to dilute that attraction, to allow it to dissipate so that you can meet them at that friend level because you're not there, okay? They're at line three. You're on line 10. They're not even trying to be that high with you. They want to be at line three. So you got to meet them there. And sometimes people can't just do that off the back. They do need time. Allow yourself that time. You deserve it. You know what? I would love to do that, but I can't right now. And you don't even have to tell them, oh, because I like you and you don't like me back. Girl, stop, stop speaking. Just say you can't. You don't have to let everybody know everything. Goodness. And so that's what I did. I denied the invitations. I stopped, you know, having lunch with this person. Um, I just pretty much stopped. Still spoke to him. He did nothing wrong. I didn't want him to think that he did anything wrong. And then at some point, he was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. He's like, and I can I could see it in his face that he wanted to discuss it, which we still haven't talked about since this day. I see in his face that he wanted to discuss it with me, and he didn't. He's just like, no reason. One day he invited me over to see his new apartment. And I was, I said, um, well, I have to see. I have to see. And at that time, I think I was really in a good headspace. Um, still, you know, in like with him, but I was going to do it in more of like a celebration that you do have this new place. I would like to see it. X, Y, Z. So I did. Went over there, saw the place. Cute. Very nice. I stayed for two hours, maybe. And left. I never, I have never just stayed at the dude's apartment for that little time. Almost couldn't bring myself to leave at times because I was enjoying myself. But this day I was like, okay, well, I should be heading out. It's like, oh, okay, sure. We get, we walk to my car. He leans in for a hug. I'm like, oh, sorry. Hey, I can't do the hug. I said boundaries. He was like, okay. Or I said personal space, personal space. That's what I said. He's like, okay. You know, accepted it and we drove off from there. Or I drove off. It bothered me so much to see the disappointment in his face that he went to hug me. I don't know why. It took me out, but it, it didn't make me fold. Like it took me out, made me hurt. But hey. I took a stand for me. I know how me work. And me hugging somebody I like wasn't going to work out. We have to nip that. Nip that right in the bud. 
recently. Have somebody that takes me to work. Very attractive young man, might I add. Very cute. Um, does have a girlfriend. Does have a girlfriend. And at the time we were hanging out, it was still like a crush type thing that I was trying to crush. But it's still a crush, needless to say. He had been drinking a lot. And he was like, hey, what if we do that? Because we were departing at this point. He was like, what do we do this thing where we hug? And I was going to tell him no. But it, needless to say, it, it, we didn't hug. We didn't hug. Went up to my room, blah, 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 right? How dare you ask me that question? Now, he doesn't know my intentions. But I was like, I can't hug you, boy. I, I find you attractive. I can't know how your hugs work. I have to cut myself off from that that pleasure, even though it was allowed and offered. I was like, no, don't do it. Don't go down that road. Another example with the same person. I felt as if home, though homie was trying to drop some hints. Not hints. Drop a, drop a um, what's it called? What's it called? Some bait. He was trying to give me some bait. He's like, oh, well, you were distracting me. Hit me with that. I was like, uh, had you not told me you was with a shorty, I would have probably taken the bait. But since you already told me, I ain't taking the bait. I ain't taking it. And I was like, no, I wasn't distracting you. We were just looking at the scenery. Worked out smooth like butter. Transition smooth. Smooth. Okay. Boundaries. Cut it off. A lot of people don't think, oh, well. I, it's a little thing. It starts with the little things. You can't accept little stuff. You got to look at the small traps. Be some small traps out there. You got to pay attention. Pay attention. Nip that boundary in the bud right then and there. Don't go. As far as dinner goes, usually I pay for myself because I don't want no problems. I don't want no issues. Because I take it like this. If I can't take myself out to the dinner, then I probably don't need to be out there with you. We probably don't even need to be dating. If I can't afford this dinner, it's probably something. Hey, I need to go back and I need to go back to the drawing board. And vice versa. If you can't afford this meal and you're going on a date with me, then listen, because I'm not, look, I'm not paying. I'm not, there's a time and a place. Okay. And there's a situation. It's a situational thing. There are some people, there are some men that just think, oh, the girl is going to pay for me for dinner. I've met those men. They're crazy as crap. But all in all, any human that thinks, oh, I'm going out with this person because I know I'm going to get some free food, you've lost your mind. My mom told me, even though she was completely against me dating, if you ever go out on a date, make sure you can afford the food too, afford what you're paying for. Just in case they try to leave you hanging and you got to pay. Your own stuff. Or they hit you with the, oh, I forgot my wallet. Okay. Check, please. I think he's going to have to um, help you wash dishes or something. Bust a few tables. Because I'm going to pay for my meal right now. And then I'm going to dip out. Is that wrong? I don't care. That's my boundary. (laughs) That's my boundary. Okay. Am I more inclined to do it to a friend and pay for them? Yes. But friends abuse that too. Boundary. Girl, why you didn't bring your money? You knew we were going out to eat. Oh, well, I thought you were, uh-uh. Mm-mm. You better uh, 
ask your parents to sell you or something. No, I'm not about to be a fool to nobody. Pay attention. Pay attention to how these folks treat you. Now, circumstances may change. They literally left their wallet or they lost it. But if you just came with the intention, and you know what people lying, you know, you got that gut feeling, that discernment. And if you don't pray for it, pray, pray, pray. You know. Nip that boundary in the bud. Or maybe even have that conversation before you even go out. I went out with a whole bunch of interns and everybody was able to take their own. And it was an expensive meal. It was an expensive meal. But everybody held their own. Everybody. So, in conclusion, pick who you hanging out with. Pick who you are taking out to dinner. Guys, I feel the whole little pressure to, oh, I got to pay for the female's dinner. I get it. I get it. My cheap self don't want to pay for nobody's dinner. That's me. Culturally, does that get you in good with the woman? Possibly. Possibly. I'll appreciate a free meal. I'm, what I'm not going to do is turn down a free meal. I don't care what day of the week it is. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Can I pay for the meal I just ate? Yes. Because you have some, some people that are just like, oh, he's going to pay for me for dinner. He's going to pay for my dinner. I'm going to get this. And you know you ain't never had that on the menu, menu before in your day in your life. I can't even speak. You ain't, you, blah, 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 blah. you know you haven't had that. A day in your life, but now you're going to order it because somebody else is ordering it. I love it. My wants stay consistent because I can pay for it. You go to a steakhouse and you know you can't buy that steak and you know the other time you come to the steakhouse, you only get the baked potato and a salad. Then you need to get the baked potato on the salad. Now, I've had my friend, he, we are not dating. And I'm sure he's like... I believe he is like this with the women he does date. I've seen him be like this with the women he has dated or liked, whatever the case, whatever new term you you kids have out here these days, talk to, uh, link up, what what is it? it? It doesn't matter. Anyways, he encourages them to go all out. I'm like, okay. So I've I've taken advantage one day. I was like, well shoot, let me get the crab and the calamari thing. I was definitely going to buy the calamari. The crab, probably probably not. But when when people say, go for it, again, I'm not going to turn down no free meal. I'm going to do it. I'm being very appreciative of it, too. There was a time I did not have boundaries. I did not have standards. I let anybody and everybody in, disturbing my space disturbing my peace, clouding my thought process, all of the above. I noticed once you do that, people get comfortable with disrespecting you, which I thought was crazy as crap. Some dude I invited over all the time got so comfortable where he was like, he would leave little stuff, like like just little trash, didn't pick up his cups. Wasn't a lot of trash or a lot of dishes, but it's, it's the fact that you didn't. That, that's, that's the fact of the matter. 
And I brought it up to his attention one day. And he told me that I need to set an example about how I want my my place to be treated. Now, some of y'all are like, oh, that sounds like a solid, solid response from him. Like, I completely agree. I don't. You wake up in your parents' house every day. Do you treat your parents' house like this? Oh, well, no, because they set a standard. They're your parents. They whooped that butt. That's why. Okay? That's why you know how to live. You know how to live in your parents' house. I don't know why you thought it was different coming over here. Will you leave your plate out? Yeah, because at the end of the day, I know I'm going to have to pick it up. This is my sanctuary. I'm going to pick it up later. What I'm not going to do is pick your stuff up later. If if you go around and just pick up your stuff and leave my stuff, I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't even be mad. I'd be like, all right, cool. Make sure I get my stuff up. Don't come to my house thinking that you lost your mind. Set an example. Why am I setting an example for a grown man? If I have to set an example for a grown man on how to put trash in the trash bin, my crazy self need to let them go boundaries see what i let in craziness set an example children need examples okay you need an example on how to take care of a house bye i can't do you you gotta go i don't even know why we're talking i don't even know why i let you in but let me let you out sure did i don't think after that conversation was had adios amigos heck and then I, I've talked to dudes who just want to leave their wallets. Again, that's fine. I'm still eating Chick-fil-A. I'm still getting me something to eat from this food court. Can you buy me? No. I don't know why you went on an outing without a wallet. That doesn't even make sense to me. I'm not paying for anything. I don't care what you're used to. That's your boundary. And some some women, some men, y'all, y'all got these people looking crazy. Y'all got these people looking just crazy. This man say all these women do this. So now all these women over here paying for this man food. And he think he come to me. He's supposed to get food paid for him. No, 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 sir. Women too. Crazy. There is a there is a standard. There is a boundary. And I'm going to have to pick up on game. Because some of the game, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Crazy. You, you, have, you have to protect yourself out here. There is game and manipulation being played 24-7. And they are looking for somebody to slip up and fall into their trap. Look, I ain't having it. No, you can't come over. It's 9 o'clock at night. I don't even know why we're on the phone right now. I should be asleep. And I got to a point where I put on do not disturb at 6 o'clock p.m. Yes, I did. 6 o'clock p.m. Because I should have been in bed and ready to go about 7.30. So that means a whole hour before my bedtime, I don't need no interaction with anybody. But the Lord, at that time, I'm settling down. I'm going to sleep. You're not coming over if it's dark. I don't even know why the question was posed. I had somebody call me one day at night. Oh, I'm in Houston. Okay. Well, I was saying, it's like, what I say, 11, 11, 10? It was something. It was late. It's like, oh, I was seeing if I can come over. I said, for what? Well, to see you and hang out. I said, oh, okay. Well, we can, um, we can go somewhere. 
He's like, oh, I don't feel like I don't feel like going out nowhere. I said, oh, sound like you don't feel like seeing me. Ha ha ha! You you funny. I'm serious. <laughs> sound like you don't want to see me. Well, I can't come over and say you leave nothing here. What does that mean? There's no reason for you to be at my house at this hour. That's what I'm saying. You are not coming over. And that's that that step that I took. That was a high step because that was somebody I would have loved to have seen. But if I couldn't see them on my terms, I didn't want to see them at all. Just like they didn't want to see me on my terms. They wanted to see me on their terms. All right, cool. Everybody has their terms and boundaries in place. But guess who won? Me. You ain't coming over here. The heck is wrong with you? It is 11. It is almost the next day. Boundaries mean you love yourself. Even though some people will take it as, oh, they don't love me. This ain't about you. You put the boundaries in place to protect you, protect your heart. The Bible says, above all else, guard your heart. It's important because from it flows your life. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Don't be afraid. Will you ruffle some feathers? Yes. But it'll be worth it. It eliminates who doesn't need to be in your life. It filters out the bad and brings in the good. Just think about it. When you're stuff that you're watching, stuff that you're listening to, is it bringing joy and peace to you? If not, then cut it off. Trust me, they're not going to be hurt about it. It's fine. It's completely fine. I don't want you guys to take boundaries as you are not allowed to do anything. As the Bible tells us, we are allowed to do everything, but not everything is good for us. That's that parameter. That's that love the Lord has implemented and put in place and set in stone. Like, look. Yeah, you sure can have sex. You can have sex with as many people as you want. But it's not going to be good for you. Because that person over there has depression. And those people over there have bad insecurity issues. That one's a control fear. He has complete and total toxic traits. And you've just laid down with all of them. Guess what you are now? And sometimes we don't even see it. We won't even see the result of the things that we do. We'll just be like, oh, I don't know why this is happening, moon, blah, blah, blah. Finding different coping mechanisms, blah, blah, blah. For me personally, I woke up with insecurities. I woke up with toxic traits. I ain't never been insecure. My mama tell you, Destiny's always thought she's cute. Now here it is. I'm asked, I'm looking in the mirror, asking myself, well, why didn't he pick us? What? Why is that even a conversation? 
that I'm having with myself? Why didn't he pick us? Or what's about her that, you know, I don't have. Now I'm looking and I'm doing the comparison thing. Ooh. Insecurities lead to that comparison trait. That comparison trait leads to dissatisfaction with your life. Hate for yourself. You're comparing. For what? Oh, two different people. Two different places in life. Two different situations. Do y'all look different? You're supposed to. If God wanted everybody to look the same, he would have made us all look the same. He had the power to do so. It would have been easier. Trust me. I'm sure. Every person we look at is a freaking beautiful display of God's work. He is the creator of all. Okay? Just because that person was picked over you doesn't mean anything. And what I had to kind of tell myself, you know, I, I could have been the right person for them, but they weren't the right person for me. Hold on to no crap. Now, I didn't treat people wrong. So that's why I was I was confused. A lot of times why people even decided to do that to me. And the moral of the story is because you allowed them to. You stayed around when they did that. So they think they can do it again. These things matter. And it's crazy because it's you don't think about it. It's not something they teach you in school. Okay. Should. They should. It's not really a discussion. You know, I really even have my mom other than, you know, stand for something or fall for everything. That's such a broad statement at the time. Like, look, I'm a kid. Okay. I don't even know what you're talking about right now, mom. <laughs> I just know you won't let me do that. That's weird. Boundaries are a superpower. They're protection. Again, the Bible has boundaries. They tell you the boundaries to put in place too. Great resource for boundaries. If you don't know where to go. And a lot of times in Matthew chapter six, I think is really a good rule of thumb of what to look at, how to pray, what to not worry about. And again, you have to have boundaries for yourself. Now that's, oof. That one's tough because you can talk yourself off that ledge too. Like, no, we can't have this fourth Oreo because it's going to develop into a habit that we're going to have a hard time breaking. But then you start rationalizing yourself. Well, if we just have two. In Mark Batterson's book, he stated it is easier to have no Oreos than to have one. Perfect example. Abstinence in itself is easier than moderation. Because you just cut it off cold turkey, you're done. You don't have to sit here and think about, okay, let me have one. Let me have two at this time. You know you can't have sex, uh, can't stop having sex with certain people 
for X amount of time or whatever. Oh, I'm only have sex with girls when I, we reach this date. Or you could just not have sex at all and just keep your brain power, you know. Because it's, it's more factors in place to that are going to be like, okay, this is the third date. This is the person I like. Da, 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 da. Like, it's, a, it's too many factors to consider for whatever time frame, 90-day rule, five-day rule, whatever rule you have in place for it to be like, okay, now this is past. Now I can do it. I think it's easier to just not do it. Now, not everybody's going to agree with me. And I love that. Not in a sarcastic way, but I love that. Because I am curious as to why you wouldn't agree with that. Or what your rebuttal is. What your, what your, what your view is about it. Do you think it's easier to do moderation versus abstinence? Do you think you're disciplined enough to only have two Oreos? Do you think you're disciplined enough to have that person come over after nine because you know nothing's going to happen? Versus not having them over. That's that's what I knew. I'm like, it got to a point where like, okay, I can invite this person over. I just know I'm not having sex with them. And then I would. And then I'm just like, dang it. Then we're back to square one. So I just took the option out completely. Rip that sucker by the throat. You're just not coming over. Because I can't control what you're going to try to do to manipulate me. But I can't control you coming over here. I can definitely do that. So I set that boundary. And I notice how how much I like being home and, and just looking at my apartment as a home because, you know, I've set those boundaries in place. I'm allowing peace in and toxicity out. You have control. You have the discipline. The Bible says that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self discipline we got it we just gotta dig a little deeper find out who you are that's it you just gotta dig get to know you and that's why i'm saying the two relationships you need to cultivate and you need to have on lock is the one you have with god and the one you have with yourself those are the two that i am currently working on me i feel like i'm struggling with and i'm getting there but discipline is everything and discipline sounds so negative and it's not i took it as a negative for a long time discipline sounds like i can't do nothing and it's mean but now discipline provides peace for me it gives me the opportunity to have peace And it, it's like a, a repellent as well for crap that I don't want in my life. Oh, you, you won't allow me over? No. Then they get upset with that. Well, you let these people over? I said, yeah, when I was in a different stage of my life. But currently, right now, today, since that's when we're talking, that's the period of time we're talking in, you're not allowed in my house. 
I don't care what I did in the past. I don't care if I gave every dude $20 and he came in. You are not getting it. Times have changed. And that's another thing. People want to remind you of who you were. It's almost like you, you are not allowed to grow and be better than. I didn't like, sometimes my mom would bring up the past with, well, if you was, you, if you were in school and doing this and that, we wouldn't be in this situation or whatever the case. She would bring that old stuff up when I'm over here trying to, to build a new. You can't keep, uh, you can't keep trapping people into the past. That is not fair. So my petty self would sometimes be like, well, I'm also this age and don't have two kids. Now that's rude. But to to my, you know, my reasoning was you're coming at me for something that happened way back and I'm literally trying to get past that. And it could be because she didn't realize how much that hurt me. A lot of the stuff my mom brings up, I feel like she does know it hurts me to the core. So you're trying to cripple me. Now, I don't know why she brought it up or would bring it up, but I just knew, okay, well, I don't know why you're getting upset <laughs> when you had two kids at this age. Like that's, that's, and she even told us, you can keep bringing that up. That's the only thing you have, but that's important too. Like, yes, I've made my mistakes, but yes, so have you. But don't keep, we don't need to do that. Go tit for tat with people. Allow people to grow. And sometimes don't even speak. When they say some dumb stuff like that, just be like, okay. Don't give it energy. That's a good boundary. People talking crazy to you, laugh and walk away. Compliment them or something. We'll throw them completely off. If anything, I'm going to just laugh. My favorite thing to do is ignore you. That that raises awareness. Like, okay, Destiny's not available for the BS today. I'm not. It's all beef, no bull. In conclusion, boundaries and relationship, they protect you. That's it. They protect you. They keep you focused. Okay, and they eliminate the crowd. Yes, everybody is beautiful, but not everybody is meant for you. Okay, and that's okay. You're only going to marry one person at a time. Okay, at a time, because people are like, well, what if we marry somebody? Yes, you probably, you might. Okay, but one person at a time, legally. Okay, dang, one person at a time. Don't be afraid to set those boundaries. And I think people who have boundaries, I think that's a great reflection of who they are. Those are the people you need to veer towards. Oh, this person has boundaries. Well, let me see what kind of boundaries they have. Oh, why do you why do you put set this in place? Oh, because it is that and the other. Might want to adopt them. Figure out what fits you. Figure out what your weaknesses are. Are you able to, to say no when this situation comes up? If not, then make sure the situation don't come up. going to be tough. It's going to fall a little bit. It's going to come with some trials, but it's going to have some perseverance at the end. 
It's not fun. This walk is not fun. It's hard work. It requires a lot of brain power, which sometimes I'll be having. Like, I would like to take a nap. But today, I was inspired. And I'm like, yes, this is this is what I need to do. This is, this is what I need to do. Would love to go to sleep right now. But I have something to give. And if only one person benefits, that's enough for me. Boundaries. They help you get to your goal. Develop your character. Promote many things. Next episode, we will be talking about boundaries in the workplace. Because some of these people be real crazy when it comes to work, and I'm just not having it. I had a few conversations with people. I'm like, these people are really crazy. That's going to be an interesting segment. I'm curious to know what thoughts you have about boundaries in the workplace and what boundaries you have implemented in the workplace. We will discuss them. We will see you next time on A Tribe Woman of God.